Good morning. This is John Murtha coming from Lorain, Ohio on 89.1 FM radio. And very happy you tuned in on this uh, somewhat rainy spring morning. As we always say, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. But we are thankful you tuned in. Again, this is 89.1 FM radio. If you're listening or having difficulty listening, you can live stream us on your computer. And that would be www. WNZN.org. Once again, that's www.wnzn.org. And I thank you, Wanda Ewing, our station engineer. Good morning. My good friend and assistant, David Abood. Good morning. Good to be here, John. Very good to be here. We had a great show uh, with um, Gerard Long. Yes. And we got a lot oh, of yeah. feedback. People were asking about that. And uh, What a story know, of faith. When, when just, we talk about the Trinity today... We're going to talk about the only way to see it and understand it is through our faith. Mm -hmm. And when you take a look at the faith of Gerard Long and his wife, Jeannie, I mean, that's what it's all about, faith in God. Yeah. I, mean, that, I, I think that, that that's my uh, take home from last weekend. And, and, you know, one of the titles, of course, Jesus speaks about the coming of the Holy Spirit is Comforter. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, there's, and we're going to actually look at there's many titles or roles of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in this uh, whole uh, Godhead, what we call the union in the... Uh, community and unity in the in the father son the holy spirit right. but in the role of a comforter that jesus says i'm not going to leave you orphanless yeah i'm not going to leave you yeah. alone right and that's one of the biggest problems in the world today is people yeah. are lonely right it really is you know we've never had more tools to connect with each other through social media for telephones with ipads with uh, all kinds of uh, telecommunications but they say man has never been lonelier on planet Earth than he is today. Isn't you know, it isn't something. Wow. But, of course, we know with Jesus, he says, I will never leave you nor yes. forsake you. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit of God, not only do we have the Holy Spirit of God, but it says in Ephesians we're actually sealed or you know, almost like mm -hmm. uh, cemented yeah. uh, until the day of uh, uh, redemption. Yep. So we'll look at yeah. that. Sure. So the Trinity, this is a central doctrine of the Christian faith. It's, yes, it's, it it's, it's as important as the incarnation, <clears throat> the fact Jesus that Christ, God yeah. became flesh and dwelt mm -hmm. amongst us. It's as important as his death, his crucifixion, and his resurrection. It's as important as his ascension into heaven and his intercessory role uh, that he yeah. ever lived to make intercession for us. But the Trinity, the Christian faith, hangs or falls. We're going to look at that this morning on this doctrine, this mm -hmm. truth. And yeah. nearly all your cults, will start uh, usually uh, by uh, detracting from or moving away from the central truths of the Trinity. Mm. So this is what we're looking at. And of course, right from the beginning, you get this sense uh, in the beginning, you know, when it says God created the heavens and the earth. Right. And you really see this when our Lord, again, very back in Genesis, when he says, let us, plural, yes. make yes. man in our image genesis 1 26 yeah right? why don't you read that david yeah then god said let us make man in our own image according to our likeness okay then it says in verse 27 so god created man so you have this idea of a plural let us make yep. man in mm -hmm. our this right. kind of in the plurality but then it says so god singularity yeah. created man in his singularity own image the image of God, he created him male and female. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. So right from the very beginning yes. pages of God's revelation to us, we see this idea of some type of uh, plurality in unity and the Godhead. Mm -hmm. 
in God himself. And so people will say, well, I can't fully understand the Trinity. You know, well, we're going to see in a moment. Oftentimes there's there's incredible mysteries that God reveals to us mm -hmm. that we don't fully understand. Yeah. I don't fully understand how God can speak and universes appear. Yeah. Suns and moons and stars and trees. <clears throat> I don't understand it, yeah. but I accept it right. because it's revealed and right. it's kind of confirmed in the orderly mm -hmm. uh, structure of the universe. I can't understand infinity. You know, that, that, that time would go on and on and on. We're not used to that. We're used to... You know, 24 hours in the day and then another day starts. Right. I, I, I have a hard time realizing I have a soul that I can't see, yeah. but it's the most important part of me. More important than my body, more important than my car, more important than my house that I live <laughs> in. But the, the Bible would say, what will it <clears throat> profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? So we're going to look at these truths that... I firmly believe, although we cannot completely comprehend, I do believe by God's grace and through his word, we can apprehend. Mm -hmm. We can approach it and yeah. come to a better understanding. David, you had a thought on that. I know. Well, yeah, you know, um, I, I wanted just to read the, this one or a couple verses I found in this Christian website. It said, the Trinity is a mystery of faith hidden in God, which can never be known unless it is revealed by God. To be sure, God has left traces of his Trinitarian being in his work of creation and in his revelation throughout the Old Testament. But his inmost being, his Holy Trinity, is a mystery that is inaccessible to reason alone or before the incarnation of God's Son. That's a very good statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty... That's a, a pretty succinct and complete statement Yeah. Uh, when you try to describe the Trinity. Right. Now, to back up a little, when we, when we look at God... Uh, and how God reveals himself. And again, yeah. if God doesn't choose to reveal himself to us, we know very little about God. Oh, yeah. Okay? Now, right. the number, right. the first way he reveals himself to us is through creation itself. Yes. That's why it will say, the psalmist will say in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. Your firmament showeth your handiwork day unto day on earth's speech. Mm -hmm. So just looking at creation itself yeah. should tell you, hmm, there's probably a creator. In other yeah. words, this <laughs> table we're sitting at did not make itself you know I mean, yeah. most people yeah if you really press yeah. them you know uh, this 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 uh, iphone we carry uh didn't make itself you know right. iphones don't make iphones you no. know and, and tables don't make tables there's an outside agency right there's a there's somebody that mm -hmm. thought about an iphone mm -hmm. they they developed it they they put parts together and, and there you have an iphone well so too with god he reveals himself in different ways to us, but number one is through creation. The second way is through his word. Yeah. That's We don't understand all the attributes of God just looking at creation. Mm -hmm. We know there's a creator. We would know that he's all-powerful, he's orderly, but we don't know necessarily about his holiness, his mercy, his love, his commitment. Yeah. That is revealed through the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately... In the revelation is through his son, Jesus Christ. In yeah. other words, that's God's ultimate revelation. So little by little, God unfolds. And that's what the scripture says, like in Hebrews chapter 1, it says this. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things. So here we see... In the old days, God starts revealing himself through his prophets, through right. Isaiah, yeah. through Ezekiel, revealing about himself, about his character. And then finally, uh, through his son, Jesus Christ. So what we see is an unfolding mm -hmm. process. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? That right. yeah. It's not all at once. In other words, 
we don't come into this world fully uh, mature men. Yeah. We come in as a, actually we're in the world before we're in the world when yeah. we're in the embryo. You know, we're just a little baby in the womb. And yeah. then we come and it is, all of nature is an unfolding process. Yes, well, so is. too, God's revelation to man is an unfolding process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes time, and, and I know it's, uh, you know, when you think about, uh, we talked about this, I, I mean, from the start of uh, the Garden of Eden from sin, it all started from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then how we're looking forward to the Savior to redeem us and bring us back to the Lord and, uh, you know, in purity and in eternal life. So, you know, it, it's a love story. We, we, we've talked about this, but you really, it is really hard to see until you're, you know, you're mature in your walk and, and your faith drives everything, John. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only way to understand the three persons in one. I mean, it, th- there's no other way. I mean, you yeah. know, his, his understanding is not ours. You know, we, we, we are, we have to have faith to see that and also believe that Jesus is the son of God. Yeah, right. Those are critical yeah. issues. And to go back to this idea of um, way back in Genesis, God will say this in Genesis chapter three. It says, uh, verse 22, then the Lord God said, Behold, a man has become like one of us, plural, yep. to know good and evil. Now let, lest he put out his hand and take from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God, singular, sent him out in the Garden of Eden to till the ground. So, again, yeah. God has revealed himself mm-hmm. in these idea, us, our, uh, plurality, but then mm-hmm. it moves to singular. Then God drove him out of the garden. Constantly see that. Maybe you look at the chapter eleven uh, in Genesis. In Genesis, yeah, verse seven. I don't have it up here. Go okay, ahead. it says this. Um, chapter eleven, verse seven. Right prior. Uh, uh, this is what the Tower of Babel. Uh, God oh, I get say, it now. Okay. Yeah, come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other. Okay. Right. See how he so, says it. Come, yeah, let us, us go down, down there yeah. and confuse the language that they may not. Un- so then the Lord singular scattered them abroad. So again, Overall, you're seeing this yeah. kind of issue. But yeah. what's what's very important here is Deuteronomy chapter six four, four uh, verse four. What's called the Shema, the Hebrew, and that is the Lord God is one. The Lord God is one God. You understand? Mm-hmm. He's he's one God. He's but eternally revealed in three distinct persons, mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And once we kind of move into that and allow Scripture to reveal that to us, yeah. then we're going to see why this, one of the reasons this is so important, is the effect the Trinity has on us. Yeah. You see, for God so loved the world, that's our Heavenly Father, He sent forth His Son, Jesus Christ, yes. that whoever believeth on Him shall have. But Jesus Christ says, it's expedient for me to go away that I may send forth the Holy Spirit, and then you see the Holy Spirit now dwells in us. So you see the Trinity in action, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They work in concert, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, as you get into this more and more, you'll see that there's this, um, it's really quite interesting, it, it just uh, not just interesting, but how God has uh, revealed himself in these three persons. Yeah, you know, John, there's a couple quotes I like. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the, the key is to the fact that we have to understand that Jesus is the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Colossians 1, 15 through 18, the supremacy of the Son of God. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. 
whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in him everything he might have supremacy. And then if you take a look at, I like this one, if you take a look at James 2.19, you read, you believe that there is one God, good, even the demons believe that, and shudder. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about the demons understand this philosophy. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, but the, again, the key is that Jesus is the Son of God, and when he came down, he, ex- he, he allowed us to see the fact that there also was the Holy Spirit right. who was going to come as our right. comforter. That opened the door, as you said, from the start as the story, you know, grew right. and got more mature. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to the fact that the, 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 the incarnation or God coming to live amongst us, it'll say this in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness that God was manifested in the flesh. Yeah, He's saying this is, is a, yeah. now again, that has been revealed to us through his word, but it's also been revealed to us through history. If God come mm-hmm. into this human situation, what kind of impact did he leave or repercussions? You know, you throw a pebble in a pond and you know, you see the ripple effect way out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, look at the ripple effect of this life of this one man, yes. you know? Yeah. And so the idea being the Trinity, uh, we're gonna see in a moment, is displayed all the way through the Old Testament. We see it's, remember, it's progressive in mm-hmm. terms of revelation. Mm-hmm. You'll see the fullness come when Jesus comes, and that's when he gives the great commandment. Go make disciples, yes. Matthew 28. Yep. Uh, he sends them forth, make disciples, teaching them all things that I've taught you, baptizing them in the name, of the name singular yep. of the Father, Father Son, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah, you see how that Matthew 28, singular, yeah. so see, God mm-hmm. is singular yeah. in being. Right. He's one being, right. but he is three in person, yep. eternally distinct, mm-hmm. and 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 this yeah. is and it's it's it and again this revelation starts way back in Genesis, mm-hmm. but it reaches a culmination in the yeah. New Testament. Yeah. It's a little like if you came into this radio station at let's say three in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. all you had a little bit of safety lights on, maybe a little moonlight out there, a lamplight, you could see some of the machinery, you see the microphones, you see some of the. Uh, advertisements, the posters, but you wouldn't see them in high clarity. You knew they were there. You knew there's a table here. But you come in here this morning, all the lights are on, sunlight's pouring through the windows. We see everything in high detail. Mm -hmm. So too, the Old Testament, these truths are contained in there, but they're not fully lit up. Mm -hmm. They are revealed totally in Jesus. That's why I always say, Jesus is not just the light of the world. Uh He is also the light of the word. Yep. He yeah. opens up the word to us yes. and he explains it. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so too the Son of Man must be lifted up. Oh, yes. now I see. Yes. Or as Moses put the blood of the unblemished lamb on the doors of the slaves that were in Egypt at that time, so too the Son of Man, the lamb, his blood, when it's applied to yeah. us who were enslaved mm-hmm. in sin, we can go free. Oh, yeah. the lights are turned on. Yep. Do you understand that yeah. principle? It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. very, yes, Wanda. It's, it's, it's almost like, um, even in the word where it says, my word is a light, lamp into my feet and light into my pathway. And in, in another place in Psalm where it says, teach me, O Lord, the ways of thy statutes, and I will keep them until the end. Give me understanding and I will keep thy law. Yea, I will observe it with my whole heart. But it's always a, 
a uh, comparison of being out of the word darkness stepping into the word light. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right. Perfect. Yeah, and, that's well said. And the yeah. three of us have experienced that coming yeah. at it from different angles, Absolutely. but. Yeah. Before you know Christ, before you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, before you have the Word of God as a lamp to your feet, we're just like in a, a room without lights, mm -hmm. with blindfolds on, bumping around mm -hmm. and dependent on our peer group mm -hmm. who didn't know nobody. <laughs> we're all bumping yeah. around mm -hmm. looking for a door. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? Mm -hmm. We didn't even know there was a door there until yeah. somebody pointed us to the Jesus is the door and we walked into a room full of mm -hmm. light. Yeah. You know, and you see miracles. And look at Wanda, now you're going to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this is... This is yeah. the God we serve, and this is the God we want to share with people. Yeah. The simplicity of the gospel, yet the complexity oh uh, of, the, oh of the mystery is Absolutely. profound. Yeah. A six-year-old yeah. can accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but yet you can study this thing for 60 years. And <laughs> yes, Wanda. And also, just so that you give yourself a break, when you come into the light out of darkness, think about someone who... Uh, you've been in the dark and your your eye your natural eyes have adjusted to the darkness and then someone just come on and just flip on the light and you'd be like whoa, whoa. Uh, you need a minute mm -hmm. to adjust yeah. yes. to that light and Very it's the true. same mm -hmm. with your walk with the Lord mm -hmm. don't be so hard on yourself you're going to get it he's patient with you yeah. and it, it's a day by day experience it's yeah. a day by day journey with you as you walk with the, the words that I die daily mm -hmm. you die daily to the things of this world and you adjust just like your natural eyes adjust to an abrupt flicking on of the light from mm -hmm. darkness, mm -hmm. is it takes a little yeah. bit of time to adjust. That's yes, a good illustration. Yeah, I think that's, that's true. Yes, that's very good, Wanda. Because yeah. it could be jolted. I mean, you're, yes. you're leaving the one, the yes. old world into the new world, so to speak, and it's new. But uh, again, as Peter says. As a newborn baby, the desire, the sincere milk mm -hmm. of the word. Mm -hmm. So that word's going to help you. And then a big key is a baby wants to be amongst family. Yes. Fellowship. Mm -hmm. Fellowship. Yeah, and that, that'll strengthen your mm -hmm. faith. But it's a good point, Wanda. But that, that some people, we, like Paul, he gets knocked to the ground. He yeah. starts. Yeah. But some of us do have that experience where it takes us a while to find our, our spiritual feet. Mm -hmm. It's a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You know, um, I want us to look at one scripture, David. Yeah. It's in, yeah. Uh, Isaiah chapter 48, as we study this about the uh, uh, Trinity, Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 16. Uh, we're going to look at several scriptures, but we're going to just kind of unfold it and move into this whole uh, truth of the Trinity. And uh, it says here, uh, got it? Got it? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you'd read it one. Okay, come ye near unto me, hear ye this, I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there am I. And now the Lord God and His Spirit have sent me. Okay. Now, now this is very, we just looked at Genesis, right? Yeah. The first chapter, yeah. second. Yeah. We see this implication of mm -hmm. somehow plurality. Let us make man in our image. And then He says here, God speaking through the prophet says, "Come near to me yes. and hear this." You ever, you ever want to study something interesting in Scripture? Just a sidebar here. Look at where it says, "Come" in the Scriptures. Mm -hmm. Come near me. Come, all you that are laden, heavy laden. Uh, come, let us reason together. Yes. Come, all you that are thirsty. What's the point? We serve an invitational oh, God. Yes. We yes. serve an invitational yes. God. Yeah. You see, he wants us mm -hmm. as our Father to come to him. Come mm -hmm. on, come, let's reason together. Mm -hmm. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be as white wow. as snow. Jesus, come unto me, all you are laboring, heavy laden. You think we have people today laboring, heavy laden? Yes. Yeah, yes. but he said, yeah. come on. 
Come to me, all you that are thirsty. Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the book of Revelation, it says the, the, the bride and the spirit say, what? Come, mm -hmm. yes. drink of the water. Yes. We always remember this. We serve an invitational God. Yes. That's that welcome at come. come. Yes. And, uh, it's yeah. Yeah. and in addition to that, that's God. Oh. You know, yeah, it's not just me. It's not just our, our this physical. This is not me saying our, yeah. come. This is God Almighty, yeah. our Creator, yeah. saying come. Yeah, come be intimate with me. Yeah. Come, come into, come into my, come, come into my space. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. It's enormous. No it's enormous. No that's why yeah. it'll say in James I, chapter four, draw near to God. Yeah. And he will draw near to you. Right. You know, I often use the PowerPoint Catch. when I'm teaching this. Yeah. I have the famous, one of the most famous pictures in the White House in the Oval Office mm -hmm. is John F. Kennedy. Oh, what, yeah. And underneath his, his desk the... is John Jr. Yes. Now, if you try to, if you and I try to go to the White House, <laughs> yeah. now that you can't even drive down that, oh. you, you yeah. can you can go by the fence. But if you go over the fence, yeah. you're gonna be arrested. Yeah. If you get close to the White House. You might be shot at. If you get into the White House, you're going to be subdued and killed. Yeah. Why? You you can't go into the central power center that, that of the executive office without permission. We cannot go into God's presence. Good point. You see what I'm saying? I like that. Without analogy. permission. Yeah. You see, the Oval Office, if you're an ambassador, if you're some high financial person, influential, okay. But you need invite. Yeah. Yes. But how can this little child get yes. so close to the most powerful man on the planet at that time was yeah. this? President John F. Kennedy, yeah. because it was his father. Right. Yes. It was his oh, father. Yeah. Draw oh, near, great, isn't it? Draw yeah. near to God, video. and He will yeah. draw near to you. Yeah. That's the God of the Bible. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry that you know others have different notions of God, but the God revealed in the Scriptures is a God who says. Mm -hmm. So that's what He's saying here. Mm -hmm. In verse, come near to me. Mm -hmm. Hear this. Yeah. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. Remember, yeah. we just read yeah. the beginning, Genesis. Yes. Right. Yes. He was revealing Himself. From that time it was, I was there. God is omni, always present. Now look at this. And now the Lord God and his spirit, spirit have sent me. Mm. First person, God speaking through the prophet Isaiah. We see this perfectly at the baptism of our Lord. Yeah. The Holy Spirit mm -hmm. descends. The Father says, this is my beloved son. Time he goes out in power. Yeah. Men could not have come together, conspired, and written this book. No way. No way. No way. It's, it's just yeah. too nuanced. Yeah. It's too mm -hmm. beautifully yeah. stitched together right. in so, terms of prediction and fulfillment. Yeah. You know, it's just beautiful how yeah. that, uh, how that uh, comes out. And then it'll say in verse 17, who's saying it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, mm -hmm. the Holy One of Israel. Well, who's our Redeemer? Well, Jesus came to redeem. To redeem means to purchase back the Holy One of Israel. What do the demons call him when he goes to cast them out? What do we have to do with thee, thou holy one of Israel? Yeah. It's, you see embedded yeah. in all of these scriptures, these hints of and these truths are glimmering through like diamonds, this light of the Trinity and the attributes of God. Mm -hmm. David, you had a comment on that one. Um, yeah, so um, I got lost because I was looking something up. Uh, go ahead and repeat that for me. So so what we're seeing yeah. is that the, these three working together. Let's look at this just for a yeah. second in the resurrection. Look at um, Acts chapter 2, verse 32. Acts chapter 2, and verse 32. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Okay, so in that verse... Who raised up Jesus? This Jesus, God, yes. the Father, yes. has raised him up. Okay, yes. now look at um, John chapter 2, verse 19. 
John chapter 2, verse 19. And uh, Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Who yeah. will raise him up? Yeah. I will I raise will. him up. Yep. See, it was mm -hmm. the Father in the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. All right, now one more. Okay. Let's look at Romans chapter 8. Okay. Romans chapter 8. Let me go here real quick. And look at... Um, Look at verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Here, according to that verse, who raised Jesus from the dead? The spirit. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. You see, the Father, yes. the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy Spirit. spirit. Mm -hmm. So, well, why people don't fully understand it is they don't read what's called the whole counsel of God. Yeah. They're not, they're taking a verse out of here or they take it out of here, and they. When you read the whole uh -huh. council, yeah. it unfolds itself. Oh, right. oh, God, the Father raised Jesus, <clears throat> yes, but Jesus raised Himself. He says, "I have the power to lay my life down and to take it up again." And then we're going to see, not only that, but the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and you see this working in in cooperation. Yeah, uh, throughout the scriptures. Yes. Yeah, you? and John, um, actually, one of the points I wanted to say before I got lost is um, a lot of people have said you don't see the terminology Trinity derived much or seen in the scripture, but what we just saw it, you know, right. um, it's basically, you can see it through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They're each called God. Mm -hmm. And then we see that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit each speak, you know, uh, so if you look at uh, Matthew three seventeen, the Father, and behold a voice out of the heavens saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. And then you see the Son in scripture, Speaking John three sixteen, mm -hmm. for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And the last one, Acts thirteen two, the Holy Spirit is seen. Mm -hmm. And while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, "Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them." So you get you get traces of the Trinity yeah. all throughout, yeah. from God to the fact that they have their own voice, their own will. And it's, it's all in there. Yeah, yeah, you brought up an interesting point. I've heard people say this. Well, the word Trinity is not in the Bible. You ever right. hear somebody say, well, I yes, say to them exactly. this. Yeah. Um, how important do you think the incarnation is? I think, you know, everybody that's, you know, familiar, very yeah. important that God became flesh. That would distinguish Christianity from any other religion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know the word incarnation is not in the Bible? It's not in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the truth of the incarnation mm -hmm. is in there. Yes. Uh, how many think that God is omniscient? He's everywhere. Yeah. He knows all things. Well, the word omniscient is not in the Bible, mm -hmm. but it's described both in the Old yes. and the New Testament. Yeah, it's How many think yeah. that God is omnipresent? He's everywhere. Right. It's not that word, omnipresent, yeah. but it's described in Psalm 139. <laughs> it's described all through the yeah. scriptures. What I'm saying, what people say that, yeah. they have yeah. to back up yeah. what they're saying, and they have to re see how God reveals himself. Yes. You know, He doesn't use the specific word, but he uses truths, attributes, incarnation. Mm -hmm. Atonement, yes. um, omnipresence, omniscience. All of these are very, very important things, but he doesn't use that specific word. Yes. But it's revealed through the attributes Absolutely. described. Absolutely. All right, let's look at one other where these three, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are working together. Yeah. Let's go to the Gospel of John. Look at John chapter 5, verse 21. John chapter 5, verse 21. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh. When ye shall neither 
in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem. I'm sorry, 521. Okay, 521. For as the Father raises up the dead. There, stop there. Okay. Who's raising the dead? The Father. Father. The Father. Okay, I'm sorry, I want to keep going. And quickeneth them. Even so, the Son quickeneth whom he will. Ah, there it is. who yeah. raises the dead? Mm -hmm. The Father. Who raises mm -hmm. the dead? The Son. But look at John chapter 6, verse 63. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. Ah, it's the Spirit that gives life. There you go. Mm -hmm. yep. So, people, you have to allow Scripture <clears throat> to say what Scripture say it and not impose. One of the major problems is we're finite. We're very limited in our in our in our capacity, oh, yeah. and God is infinite, and so logically sometimes we can't jump that high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we think we're so big. You know, yeah, it's yeah. A, we're not really, and and we can't. And that's why it'll say in Isaiah 55, as as my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, as the, yes. as the heavens are above right. the earth. He right. says you can't unless God chooses to reveal Himself to us. Uh, we can't. We can't grapple with these mysteries, these mysteries of the universe. Man, quite honestly, if man was honest, man is a mystery to himself. Yeah, absolutely. I, we don't think about it often, but we are a mystery to ourselves. Why I am here? Yeah. Uh, what happens when I sleep at night for eight yeah. hours? Yeah. Who's controlling this whole thing? Yeah. What's happening when I'm thinking? I can think a thought and I can move my hand. Yeah. A, a guy can paint a picture, catch mm -hmm. a football. I mean, we're a mystery to ourselves, but we, in our own lostness, We've lost a sense of wonder. If we would achieve a sense of wonder, we would back up and kind of bow down to the mystery of God. Mm, but we, yeah. we're, we're kind of proud people, you know. Anyhow, yeah. people say I'm a self-made man. Oh, really? <laughs> Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, here's a very important one that applies to Christians, and that is in terms of fellowship. Okay. Uh, and look at First um, <clears throat> John chapter one verse three. First John chapter one verse three. And this is this is a pla uh, the Trinity in application to us as believers, as Christians. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father. Okay, see that with the Father. That that he's inter where two or three are gathered together. Mm -hmm. we're but now look at uh, Philippians chapter two verse one. There we saw the fellowship with the Father, but now look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit. Uh, see, that fellowship yeah. of the Spirit. Yeah. That's why you can travel the world. Mm -hmm. Wanda, you know this as well as me. And yeah. You yeah. could go from here to Cairo, to Tel Aviv, <clears throat> to Chicago, and when you're with believers, yeah. there's a kindred spirit. Absolutely. You know, just yeah, like this right. morning we met Chris and Dominic. Mm -hmm. yes. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. that spirit can be, the bonds of that fellowship can be closer than natural family yeah. or relatives. It was Absolutely. almost like we knew him. We just I walked know. down the hall. You just saw him radiating their faith. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. why? By definition, yeah. yes. if we have mm -hmm. the same father, right. what does that make us? <clears throat> siblings so, brothers yeah. and sisters yeah. and like you're going to israel next week two yes. weeks i go to Th i can be up in a village in northern thailand right i can be in a mega church yeah. in bangkok yeah you could go to a church in, in chicago yeah you can go to a church in yeah. suburban Cleveland. and if you're if it's a real fellowship you don't get me Absolutely. wrong men's fellowship like it yes. you can feel it it's a yes. kindred spirit and that's what it's talking Absolutely. about here yeah. if the, any fellowship so we see in 
in First John, fellowship in the Father. Here, the Holy Spirit. Let's look at one more. First Corinthians, chapter one, verse nine. First, First Corinthians, chapter one, verse nine. God is faithful, by whom ye were called unto fellowship by His Son, Jesus Christ, uh, our Lord. Fellowship is who? Because of the Son. Yes. You see, two or three are gathered together. I'm in your midst. There you see the Father, the Son. So when you get these scriptures and we're reading, uh, it fits. Does yeah. it make sense? Oh, in no, other words, yeah. it's not us pressing it. We're not trying no. to fit puzzle pieces and trying to make this Trinity yeah. thing work. Absolutely. It works because it, it's revealed. <clears throat> you see, David? Yeah. Go ahead. It, it's, uh, our, our faith is the only way that we can believe in God uh, and the Trinity and the fact that Jesus was the Son of God. And it's the, it's the light of our faith, but it's a gift from God. Right. You have to ask for that gift. I, I never saw it. I mean, the, the, the book never came together like this for me right. until my eyes were open. And that's something we have to really make clear. I think, you know, the first time I read it, I thought it was gibberish. Yeah, right. I, I was that's trying right. to connect the dots. Um, you know, and then I was in Deuteronomy. I was lost for days. I was like, what are they talking exactly about? Exactly right. So, and, and then... Then it became known. I, I was able to start to see some things. Yeah. I don't see everything. I'm, I'm not going to see everything. Yeah. But it's amazing what happens to your eyesight when you have your faith and your faith from the Holy Spirit. It, it's a game changer. Everything opens up. Everything opens up because the yeah. scales fall. Look, right. the, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the natural <clears throat> man does not receive the things of the Spirit. Right. Yeah. The, the, I don't care how smart you are, mm -hmm. PhD, the natural man, he yeah. can understand natural things, physics, right. chemistry. But the things of the Spirit are revealed to us by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before I became a Christian at age 27, and I spent two yeah. years during the Vietnam War in Southeast Asia, I was enamored with Eastern religion, particularly Buddhism and Taoism. Right. I could understand concepts. Right. Right. I could understand different philosophical yeah. um, mm -hmm. principles in those two systems. Uh, you know, but the, like you say, yeah. the Bible just didn't, I didn't yeah. get it. You know, yeah. the boy with no the way. slingshot, yeah. he kills this. Yeah. I like the parables, yeah. but I just didn't. Once I came to Christ, it was like oh. all that other stuff was cotton candy. And now I got the real deal. You know, then it, my eyes opened. Right. I needed the Holy Spirit. Yeah. My friend used to always say, he says, you know, you can train your dog how to fetch the newspaper, but you cannot teach your dog how to read it yeah. because it's not in his nature. Yeah. Right. Same thing with the Bible. Yeah. I didn't get Now, after we come to Christ, it becomes our bread. Yeah. It becomes our sustenance. It yeah. becomes our light. It becomes our compass. Right. It becomes, that's why we come here every Friday. And you know. it, it, John, in the spirit of that, you know, uh, there's a gentleman who was an atheist. He's a well-known cold case detective, J. Warren Wallace. And he was an atheist. His father still is, I believe. But we saw him at the Ag Center. And, you know, well, what he did is when he started to look at the Bible, one of his uh, colleagues said, you should start to look at this use your cold case analysis right. and right. verify that, you know, you don't believe that there is a God. Just yes. prove it to yourself. Yes. So as he started to go through it, he went through the program like a cold case detective. What he told us at the IX Center is once a hurdle was given, he jumped over it. Well, there's a natural explanation for that. There's this, there's that. And then when he was trying to figure out the resurrection, he realized because the facts were there, they were all lined up mm -hmm. from the 500 and some people that Jesus saw to the women coming to the tomb first to the fact that they had no biology understanding of the human body, mm -hmm. but Christ, uh, when he was pierced, blood and water came out to mm -hmm. show finality. Mm -hmm. That couldn't have been made up. Right. Yeah. right. And, and, and the fact that he finally said, I realized I was the stumbling block. I was the roadblock to seeing the truth. 
And you know what? That really resonated with me, especially for new believers, because when you let go and allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, that's when it all becomes it becomes new. Get out of the way. Yeah, right. That's what it comes down to. Did you have it come? It's so, so very powerful. You were saying, even before, David, how it took time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you don't send a baby to a, a, a kid to school starting kindergarten and try to teach AP biology. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, no, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the same principle in the spirit. Yeah. You go day mm -hmm. by day right. and you take this word and you lean in on the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, the Lord will put people in in our lives just like He did put John in right. our lives. Right. And He walks right. this thing yeah. through day by day. I have been in church all of my life. Yeah. But there is a level of faith that I'm walking in today right. that I have never experienced. Wow. There you go. Wow. Yeah. You were a baby when you got Absolutely. your faith. You know, unlike me, but that's a lot. But that tells you, David, yeah. it don't matter. If you're born into yeah, it, right. or if you start later, right. you still have to grow in the faith. You're right. Right. You're right. right. And doesn't he give us gifts he does. while we're growing? He does. Right. Because that's how he keeps us and coming so back exciting. for the word. Absolutely. It's incredible. It's yes. like the breadcrumbs that never were there are back on the road. Absolutely. They're like, hey, man, I can still eat. Absolutely. Let me go further. Isn't that what happens? Well, man? you know, it is interesting. Yeah. Peter starts out by saying, as newborn baby, desire the sincere milk of the word. Yeah. The last verse he'll write. Now remember yeah. what Jesus told him when he met him up in the Galilee after his resurrection. Feed my sheep. Yes. Feed my sheep. Yeah. Yeah. That's spiritual food. Yeah. The last verse Peter will leave before he's <laughs> martyred, basically killed. Yeah. He says, now grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior yes. Jesus. And that's to yeah. what Wanda is speaking to. Uh -huh. This is a growth process. Oh, boy, that's on each it? one of us. Yeah. Uh, how much do we... It's not... Remember, <clears throat> God is invitational. He's saying, draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Yes. It's same way with you on principles. Mm -hmm. the, the crowd couldn't get it. They go inside yeah. the house and they said, tell, please tell us what this parables are all about. And he says, it is given to you to understand mysteries. If we really want it... Yes. He gives it. Yeah, if we yes. don't, he won't. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's on each one of us. Mm -hmm. We've got the research. We are so highly resourced spiritually. Yeah. I mean, you come to America, we're highly resourced. <laughs> I mean, I always say, you go into Giant Eagle <laughs> or the Grove, we got like two aisles now for just pet food alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. But I mean, yeah. spiritually, we yeah. have so much available. You yes. think of this radio yeah. station, 24-7, yeah. yeah. Word yeah. of God. Yeah. You just had two guys here, Chris yeah. and Dominique, giving yes. their testimony. We got people coming on. You got resources. You got yeah. internet. You got yeah. access to stuff. The common yeah. man today has access to so much Bible knowledge. Yes. It's incredible. Absolutely. You know, let alone to get on a plane and go to Israel and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to be baptized in the Jordan. I'm going yes. up to the Galilee. What's yes. that yes. about? Yes. Yeah. You know, we are, we are rich people. We are rich people. I want to show one more um, about the Trinity. Yeah. And you'll see it like who rose Jesus from the dead? The Trinity. We saw all three persons of the Trinity. Yeah. Um, who are fellowship? All three persons. Who quickens life or gives life? Uh -huh. All three. Let's look now in the sending process. Mm. And let's look at number um, Matthew chapter 9, verse 37, 38. And look at the Trinity in the sending of his disciples out. Which includes us, by, by extension. Matthew 9. Uh-huh. 37 through 38. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Now he's yeah. saying, 
Yeah. Pray the Lord of the heart, yeah. God, that he would send forth. Mm -hmm. So God is the one that sent forth, yes. the God the Father. Yes. But now look at Matthew 28, verse 19. Yeah, that's the big one. 19 and 20, so Matthew 28. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Even until the end of the world. Now who's the sender? Jesus. 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 Right. Jesus. Right. Okay. With instructions. And all authority and, has been yeah. granted. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. There can, it is. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, there's the singularity. Yeah. Name, singular, <clears throat> but the three yeah. persons. Father, right. Son. Okay. Now look at uh, Acts chapter 13, verse 2 and 4. As they ministered unto the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, yeah. Barnabas, and Saul, for the work whereunto right. I have called them. Yep. There you go. Do you understand yeah. how this thing weaves? It's, it's almost all, like a yeah. fabric that yeah. weaves in and no out. Kidding. And yeah. uh, we are involved. When you we open well, our Bible, well, it's like yeah. opening a, a laptop computer and going into eternity. I mean, mm -hmm. with the, the truth that God reveals to us is so spectacular. But if you're on the outside, you'll... People will have an argument. I don't see the word Trinity in there. Well, exactly. <laughs> hang on, pal. You're looking for the deep, deep truths. Yeah. You're just on the shoreline. Yes. You can you can paddle your little Absolutely. foot in them, but you've got to go. You want to get to the deep deeps of God's word. You got to got to join the club. You got to join right. the family. Have yeah. Holy Spirit of Absolutely. God, because these things are revealed by the Word of God through the Spirit of God as it illuminates. The children of God's minds. That's yeah. why it'll say at the end of First Corinthians chapter two, we actually have or partakers of the mind of Christ. That's yeah. why Paul said, "You have the mind of Christ." That is a very deep and powerful truth. Yeah. Now, we, we're going to start bringing this to a, a close. But I wanted to show how in the we saw the Trinity here in the sending, uh -huh. okay. um, yes. baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son. There's another benediction. It's in Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse fourteen. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, the, verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Do you see the Trinity there in that benediction? Yeah. In that blessing? Right. He's sending them forth. And there's no, we don't have time, but if we were to go through it, you'll see yeah. sometimes the names are ranked differently. Yeah. Sometimes the Father will be first, but sometimes it'll be second. Sometimes the Spirit. So there's no... Yes. Real yes. distinction. Now, here's the important thing: what people don't realize, they are equal, equal yes. God. Now, some some of the heresies. I don't know if we can get to it today, but we could maybe if we continue next week and see what other religions believe about this. But one big one is um, what was known as Arianism. It yes. came in the early third, yeah. second, mm -hmm. which says Jesus isn't God. Well, if you say Jesus isn't God, that breaks down the Trinity real yes, quick. It does, right? And this was a heresy. You'll see this heresy today with Jehovah's mm -hmm. Witness. They do not believe that Jesus is God. Therefore, it, it's called Arianism, but it's a it's kind of a uh, one of those. There's many uh, attack points against the Trinity. Right. Another one is modalism. Yeah. Now, modalism simply says it's like I'm a father, I'm a son, and I'm a husband. But I'm you know. But that does that's not yeah. the Trinity because those aren't distinctive persons. Mm -hmm. Those are roles. You see. Yeah. But the Trinity is is distinct persons. Jesus is not the Father. And the Father is not the Holy yes. Spirit. 
but they work in concert, but they that's, are equal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are equal. That's where you gotta trust your faith. Well there's no way for us to understand. But there are that. there yeah. are ways to understand in a limited sense. Yeah. But most analogies break down. Like I'm Irish and you know, St. Patrick <laughs> used the shamrock, but that, that, that's not really three cloves shamrock. That don't make it. Me that's not a good example. Because those are parts. Each leaf yeah. is a part. Right. Yeah. Jesus is not a part. He is fully God. Right. The Holy Spirit is not a part. I've heard people use the egg, the eggshell, the egg, the mm -hmm. white of the egg, or the yellow of the egg. Those are right. parts. That's tripartheism. That doesn't make it. And then sometimes people say, well, you believe in three gods. That's tritheism. Mm -hmm. No, we yeah. do not. Mm -hmm. They go, well, your math is wrong. One plus one plus one equals three. I says, you're using the wrong math. One times one times one yeah. equals one. Yeah. You understand? Yes. So yes. what I'm getting at is we're trying to understand extremely my opinion is the most profound mystery of the universe. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. is who is God yeah. and how has he revealed mm -hmm. himself. But I believe his, what I understand about God is not what my little brain tells mm -hmm. me. It is what God's word reveals. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the key part. Yes. And I do believe this, though. It says in Ephesians that in the ages to come, God will reveal more and more, you know, mm. One of the reasons I think we're going to have a resurrection body is we can understand and apprehend more yeah. and more of the mysteries of God. Mm -hmm. We may understand more and more about this uh -huh. in, in eternity. I don't know. But right now, he's given us enough mm -hmm. to get by. And that's why it'll say in Deuteronomy 29, verse 29, the secret things belong to God and him alone. But the things that he has revealed, like we spoke this morning, yeah. he's revealed to us and to our children. Yes. In other words, we, yeah. that that speaks to the fact we're yeah. passing this uh -huh. truth down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, oh. that, 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 that this is just where God has brings us to in this process. And even though the last book of the Bible in Jude, well, second last before um, the book of Revelation, mm -hmm. he'll say this, uh, verse 20, mm -hmm. but you, beloved, build yourself up on the most holy faith, that's their mm -hmm. Christian faith, Praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. You see the Trinity yeah. in that closing yeah. benediction? Right. These guys wouldn't do that. No. Uh, like they wouldn't include Michael the Archangel in a closing benediction. They wouldn't include a great prophet. But he's putting the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son in these closing benedictions. Yeah. They, they See, it's, just, it's, it's there if, if somebody wants to receive it. These are truths hidden in plain sight. It's yes. what the old-time theologians used to say. Truths hidden in plain sight. Yep. If you want to see them, you will see them. Because we're not trying to stretch Scripture or twist Scripture. It's simply the idea that we're seeing what Scripture is saying to us. Yeah. So, um, again, when you look at... Uh, we'll start wrapping it up here, but let's go yeah. to Ephesians. Maybe this will be our last uh, in-depth uh, look at the, the Trinity, at least for this morning. Mm -hmm. Ephesians. Now... What makes the letter to the Ephesians so important, if you might will, is there's no rebuke or, or, or um, correction mm -hmm. in this letter. These are very spiritual. This church in Ephesus is spiritual. Mm -hmm. it's just what it is. He reveals deep spiritual truths to these guys. Right. This is where you'll see the yeah. spiritual armor yeah. in chapter 6. He reveals things oh. about... Ephesians 6 you want to look at? No, no. Okay. I just, I'm just talking yeah. about the letter to the Ephesians. But look at Ephesians. When you look at Ephesians uh, chapter 1... What you're going to get here, if you look at chapter 1, verse 3 through 6. Um, Daddy you, Dave? Uh -huh. Go ahead, Wanda. Blessed be, the Father and the, and blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined, un having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Okay. Now, notice he's, he's, he's praising God the... Father, Father. Yeah. blessed be and all his uh, activity, his action on our behalf, uh, or redemption. Blessed be the God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven. He has chosen us. All these things that God yeah. the Father has done to us. But now look at verse seven, eight, and nine. In whom he, in whom we have redemption through his blood, mm -hmm. the forgiveness of sins according to the richness of his grace, mm -hmm. wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. Okay, keep going, Rhonda, please. Three that, more, yeah. Yes, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined, be, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Now who's the praise is going to? Christ. Jesus. Uh -huh. First yes. the Father, yeah. now to Jesus <clears throat> himself. Yeah. Now look at verse 13 and 14. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also the Father that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit mm -hmm. of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. To the praise of his glory. Yeah. Who? The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Who wow. sealed us? Yes. So in these three stanzas, it's all there. In, in what yeah. is arguably the most spiritual epistle, I'm going to say in the New Testament. Yes, and often they're front end loaded, which means the heavy theological spiritual mm -hmm. truths are in the yes. front, and then he gets real practical as you move through the letter. Yep. But here you see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. That's that's God doing. Yeah. It. That's it. That's yeah. a way to close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It well, doesn't get any clearer than that. Well, God bless you, Juan. Did you say this coming weekend? Thursday. Yeah. Oh, let's pray. Let yeah. me close in a word yeah, of prayer. Do you mind if I pray? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for everybody that tuned in this morning. And again, we continue to ask your blessing upon Chris and Dominique yes. as they thank share you, and uh, yeah. meet with people uh, today in their ministry in Painesville. Just bless those two guys, I pray, in, in your name. Yes. And also, Lord, I thank you for Wanda. I thank you for her faithfulness to this station yes, and all that I. she does. And I pray, Lord, that you would just bless her and go before her, prepare the way before her, even with divine appointments yes. of things she'll see and people she'll meet yes. on her trip to Israel, Lord. Just open the doors. May it be a tremendous time of fellowship, yes. but also a time of revelation and enlightenment where you're going to show her, which so many Christians don't get to see, where you actually walk, the Jordan River, the Lake of Galilee, the steps of Jerusalem. Bless, protect, provide, guide her each step of the way, Lord. And I pray that, again, for David, Lord, as uh, he blessed the works of his hands, especially with his son graduating. Lord, just bless him and, and, and the way you brought this young man up. And for all our listenership, yes, Lord, we ask a special blessing wherever they might be spiritually this day, 
that they might realize that God is an invitational yes. God, Thank and you, he, he, he wants us to come near. Come, let us reason together, though your sins be as scarlet, they should be as white as snow. Yes. Or maybe you, you've come to that point, you've accepted the shed blood of Jesus Christ, but you're going through difficulties and trouble. Well, that's where Jesus says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes, Take my yoke upon me, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And so, Lord, we just commit this uh, radio station into your hands. We, we just ask that we're blessed with the extension of this ministry, for the necessary finances to keep it going. Uh, just bless this work, Lord, we pray, that you may be glorified as the word goes out from here. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.